Welcome to Positive Love Hills, the podcast that deconstructs your memories and rebuilds your mind from the toxic to the positive. Here is our host, social worker, mother, daughter, and friend, Gail D. Jones. Good morning, good morning, dear hearts. This is Positive Love Hills by Gail D. Jones coming to you from Tampa, Florida. How are you doing? No, really, how are you doing today? Are you taking care of yourself? Meaning, are you prioritizing your health? Are you putting yourself first? Now, not a selfishness to where that putting ourselves first causes intentional harm, but are we loving ourselves to positives? Are we being courageous to take that step two toes at a time so you don't trip? All right, remember, prioritizing our mental health is first. Now, I decided to take a week off to prioritize my mental health. I started to wonder and question and ask myself all these different things. How am I supposed to make this happen? How am I supposed to get these numbers? What am I supposed to talk about? Who am I talking to? Are people really listening? Were they really listening? I don't know. I'm just tired. I don't want to deal with all this anymore, but I have a purpose. That's what I have to do. I am telling you, that was my mind last week, like flipping and flipping. And when that began to happen, that's when I know it is time for me to, you guessed, you guessed it right, prioritize my mental health. Now, your signs may be different from mine, just depending on how you function and your upbringing and your experiences. Prioritizing mental health. Yeah, so that's what I decided to do. Now, as a matter of fact, last week was my Miracle Child's 17th birthday. Wow. I humble myself and I'm thankful. So I decided to prioritize my mental health and take out the time to enjoy my healing moments and bask in the goodness and the favor and the blessing and the sacrifices made. So when I say it was my miracle child's 17th birthday, I was diagnosed with being born with both of my fallopian tubes closed. Now I was scheduled and underwent what I thought was going to be tubal ligation. However, when I came to, I remember my mother was there as well. The doctor informed me that I was born with both of my tubes closed. And they could not possibly 
began a procedure on me, not knowing if they'll be cutting a vein, not knowing anything. Now, I'm not saying that's the first time they've ever seen that happen, but I'll tell you, that's the first time I ever heard of that. So, the fact to where Most High favored me, I had to take out that time from social media. I had to take out some time from the rat race of things, I call it. And enjoy what's in front of me, my here and now, my moments. And that's enjoying myself, my family, my friends, and of course, my miracle child. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful. As I always say, I am grateful and I am thankful. So when the diagnosis was brought to my attention... I can remember just feeling lost, feeling worthless, feeling how can I possibly be called a female or a woman and my womb cannot bear life. I was empty. And I don't know how long it took, but it took some time for me to begin to realize, and of course, my mother and my father had a lot to do with this, telling me, Gail, believe. Gail, have faith. And... It was some years, some years of, it was so many years, as a matter of fact, honestly, I just forgot, not that I forgot about my diagnosis, but I found other ways to fulfill positively in healthy ways to fulfill that void within me. And so I remember thinking, and I can't remember if it was because of all because of the messages my father was teaching I'm certain it had something that had a lot to do with that I'm not even going to dilute that or minute that to be not a big deal because having faith and loving most high and allowing most high to love on you is like the greatest and the biggest deal I've ever experienced in my life and I'm still experiencing that right now and at the same time I was reading it, educating myself. And I decided that I was not going to remain in a state of brokenness. I decided I was not going to remain in a state of worthlessness because I could not bear children out of my own womb. So I found myself intentionally smiling at expectant mothers when I crossed their path. I found myself intentionally taking out time when the opportunity presented itself to be kind and to 
uh, to be kind to little one or uh, um, whether it was my, my own family children or friends' children, I decided that I was going to be kind. I decided that the same love that I wanted to give my own, that I would do my best to give that same love, care, and attention, even if it was just for a glimpse of a minute, to say, you look beautiful, or thank you so much. I decided that I just wanted to help make a difference in their lives. And I remember enrolling and teaching at a daycare. I remember taking the hours and I remember working with the children. And I remember just putting my all into it and being very creative um, with decorating the boards and, and creating those lesson plans. And man, it was a lot of work now. But it was also preparing me for my time. But I didn't know that. I believed it. I knew it from me understanding or from the revelation that came forth to me or before me. So I decided to that I was just going to love on parents. I was going to love on, love on um, um, expecting mothers. And I was going to encourage those mothers that shared their story of the troubles of birthing, conceiving, and caring and birthing a child to life. Right? Yeah. So I made that commitment. I remember one time when I thought I had conceived. It was definitely a false alarm. And I shared this with someone long gone. I haven't heard from them in years. But I shared this with someone who was, who I consider to be a dear friend because, you know what? We were both in the same boat. I was not married and she was married. And when I shared with her, quote unquote, what ended up being a false alarm, but at that time it wasn't a false alarm. I remember how she was not happy for me. And I remember her saying to me, why not her, why me? And that, right there in that moment, that hurt me so deeply because of all the talks and prayers together and her, me encouraging her faith and I'm certain she encouraged my faith when it looked like and appeared that it was my time she could not celebrate for me or with me as a matter of fact My false alarm ended up, of course, being a false alarm. She stopped talking to me before, you know, she, I mean, it was just like an instantly. She stopped talking to me, avoided me when we, um, we worked at the hospital together, as a matter of fact. And I just can't even remember all the details of my hurt, but I'm thankful that most high healed me from that. 
I remember going to having that conversation with my child's father before my child was conceived way before and I was just hurt so at some point not long after that she ended up conceiving and I made it a point that I was going to be happy for her that I was going to celebrate her and somehow I can't remember somehow I ended up receiving an invite she didn't even send me the invite. I think it was like through a friend or something. She sent me an invite for the baby shower. And I vaguely remember how I received the invite. It was kind of insulting. But you know what? I put my big girl shoes on, my clicks on. And we went, purchased a nice gift. And we took it to... The baby shower. I remember going there early intentionally because I did not want to participate in the, festi- in the festivities directly because I knew I was still healing. But I knew I wanted to celebrate her because I made that commitment way before I even met her. And so we walked in, we dropped off the gift. We planned something to do that day. I can't remember what it was just to kind of, you know, um, get up, get dressed, and go. And I remember taking the gift and um, and uh, I'm just thinking about it. You know, it's like when you start remembering these things, your traumas, and when you start remembering your experiences. And for me, it's reminding me of how much faith, my faith, has really carried me over troubled waters to where I'm emotional right now. And I'm emotional because, not because I'm sad, but emotional because I'm so thankful that when I look back on some of the toughest of what I may remember right now to be the toughest moments of my life, I held on to faith with a mustard seed to get me through the day. I held on to most high promise that he loved me unconditionally and that I was perfectly made. So nevertheless, um, in that experience, I decided that I was going to heal myself from that heartache and just continue even more loving on mothers and expecting mothers and et cetera. And actually that's how I, that's how I healed myself from even that heartache again. And during this time I had already started writing about those experiences and I've shared those writings with a few people, the original writings, the original journals that are safe and lock and key. And I've shared some of the writings that's developed since then. And I'm thankful again that 
I did not settle in a place of brokenness because of what I was told regarding my wound. I did not settle in a place of brokenness when the friend became very hardened towards me. I did not settle in that brokenness. I decided to maintain my faith. I decided to move two toes at a time so I don't trip. And I decided that I was still going to make a difference. And I even decided if it came to the point to where I could not naturally conceive, maybe there were some more options. But even if that did not happen, I knew that I was blessed with a great heart to where I can help others and encourage those bearing women to love themselves and believe in themselves regardless of whether it is destined for them to birth a child naturally or destined for them to adopt a child or destined for them to just love on positively love and be a a, a presence in the minds of those innocent ones to be a positive role model I felt like we could still make a difference. And there are so many children that may not have been personally assigned to us, but there are still so many children that were signed for that moment. Even if you just looked over and you just smiled when you saw one crying, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the manifestation of most high blessing my womb to conceive. Now, even in that, this is a lesson that I'll share with you. And it's not just about conception. It's about life. And I'm going to end with this. And I'll talk some more about my experiences here. Even when Most High blessed my womb to conceive, that was half the battle for me and for us. I say it was half the battle because she was born with some delays. And even in that, we continue to have faith. I continue to have faith. I continue to trust the process. And I am so thankful that even when many turned their backs on her, godparents decided they no longer want to be godparents. Yes, started early on. Even when many turned their backs on her and turned their backs on me and told her that she'll never make it past the second grade and all the mistreatment, I continued to teach her. I continued to love on her and I continued to prepare her. And I'm thankful and I'm grateful for today. I'm thankful and I'm grateful for her choosing me so this was just something just to inspire you to love yourself to positives to believe in you and to trust the process and to know that all is well and to know that even in our broken moments and even in our heart aches can you find the strength 
on how you can still walk in positivity? Can you find that opportunity to do good and so good? Can you rise to the occasion to be the best person that you could be? Did you realize doing all those things could help and will help you heal from your heartache? Yeah. And I did some counseling too. And I continue even until this day because sometimes life experiences and when those reminders mm-hmm. come back to us, sometimes we just need someone to talk to, a neutral person. So this is Positive Love Heals coming to you from Tampa, Florida. I don't even know what I'm going to title this. I think I'm going to title this as Prioritize Your Mental Health and Never Allow Social Media, Never Allow the Rat Trace to disconnect you from your family and your friends because that is a blessing to have family and friends. Whether they're your biological family and friends, whether it's a network of people that you had to create because you don't know your biological parents, or if you do know them, you have no connection with them, let me tell you, That you are still awesome and beautiful and amazing. And there is much goodness for you to do here in this world, on this land. And I encourage you to be the best you. This is Positive Love Heals. Coming to you from Tampa, Florida by Gail D. Jones. And dear hearts, I truly hope you enjoyed this recording today. As I begin to unfold more of my personal experiences and share with you, I can't wait till the time when I'm at a place where I can really open up my books and begin to read them line by line. Mm. Have a blessed day, dear hearts. Thank you. Humble, grateful, and thankful. Hashtag love yourself for positive. Two toes at a time, don't trip.